Hey, I'm Megan. And I'm Sharon, and welcome to The Breakup Dress. Each week, we will be delving into the fashion world, tackling the issues around fast fashion, education about sustainable fashion, and we want you to get involved as we share memories from our wardrobes. Hello, and welcome back to The Breakup Dress. I can't believe we are so close to Christmas. I know, I know. I can't believe it's next. It's well, not this weekend. Next weekend. Yeah, but that's that's just crazy. I don't want to think it's next weekend. I can't. I feel like it felt like it was ages away. Now it's just steamrolled in so quick. It's right here. So yeah, lots of Christmas nights out. We're I, actually going out tonight. We're going out. Yes, we're going out in Dublin, and then we are going to Kilkenny. Which I'm yes. looking forward to next week. Yeah, very, very excited. We're going on Tuesday. Tuesday. And actually, if you can't hear, we're here together. Yes, we we're are. We're here in person. Very unusual room, might I add. Very yeah. hot. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's no spare or so, spare, spare? No, there's no... What's the word? There's no, like, um, cost of living prices thing in this room. Um, I'm sweating. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like, curtains. It's very... Um, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but um, it's cosy. I'll say that, it's cosy. It is. Um, come here, what have you been up to since... When did I last see you, actually, now? Was it last week? Yeah. I feel like I see you so much now. So yeah, like... we see each other quite a bit, so... Um, do you know what? Like, we are going out tonight, so we're going to a networking event tonight with our friend Brona. Um, and then I'm just looking forward to Galway, so I haven't really done anything. I've just been working. Um, also thinking about what I want to do next year, as I'm sure a lot of people are. So I'm thinking of taking up yoga. Oh yeah. yeah, I think I think you'll benefit from that. I, you have any kind of things you want to do in the new year? Um, I I'm well. Mine, funny enough, revolves around work. So my plan is to write out all the events that I want to go to and work at for twenty twenty three. So this might be a bit far fetched. Uh-huh. Like I don't know, but like I'm gonna I'm gonna put it out there. I would love 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 the opportunity to go to Australia for the women's um World Cup. I don't know like how viable it is because I feel like every sports journalist in Ireland is going to want to go. So seeing as I'm not a fully fledged sports journalist, I don't know, will it be possible? But it's something I'd love to go to. Then obviously the France to the Rugby World Cup as well is another one I'd love to go at. But I think these ones I want to actually work at instead of just going as a fan. Um, so my 2023 goals are kind of fairly work orientated. As are mine though. I think yeah. most of my goals are work orientated. Um, obviously you have the stuff that you want to do for yourself like personal development like you know take up yoga and stuff <laughs> but um, yeah I'm the same it's just funny because I went to you know the way if you go to these people that are kind of like Reiki healers mm. or energy and I, I went to one a while ago and they were like oh you have to like you do so well if you do yoga but I just find when I go like I've not that I haven't went before but I've went and like it just doesn't like I don't know, it doesn't fulfill that need for me to like work out. You know, when you like work up a sweat and you feel like you've really done yeah. something. Whereas I go to yoga, I'm like, oh, this is really nice and everything. But I'm like, you know, I don't feel like I worked out. Well, funny enough, I am the same as you. I'm like, oh my God, unless I'm like high rage and high energy yeah. and sweating and I'm in pain and want to cry. Exactly. It's not a <laughs> but, but I have to say, our friend Joanne's a yoga instructor mm. and I went to her, um, a yoga class with her and it was oh my god why can't I think of the name of it now it's basically a full hour long but you only do five poses and you hold each pose for like ages for minutes and you get deeper and deeper into it what is the name of it I can't imagine you enjoying that this is the thing Hannah yes. this is the girl that needs to be walked everywhere she needs to be walked around where are we Lisbon <laughs> like a dog I need to be walked um, no honestly and I came out of it and I was like 
I have to say it was the most satisfying yoga class I've ever done because it really releases thing like really you like almost you felt the release when you came out of it because you held it for so long I know Joe's probably listening now and she's probably screaming the word at me um I keep thinking tantric yoga but it wasn't tantric <laughs> it's tantric yoga not like sex yoga well no but it's more about the movement isn't it um, I don't know I, I don't know but anyways it was a really really good one and I really enjoyed it and um it's actually yin yoga that's what it was yin, yin yoga oh I've heard of that actually yeah honestly I actually was I, like I don't know an hour of just five poses I don't know that just seems like really boring to me oh no and me someone who needs to be entertained a lot actually yeah loved it honestly so what I do is if you're going to try out yoga I'd actually try out different types of yoga because you might be surprised which one no I think I am I'm really going to do because I've been told now like oh you'd really benefit from this so obviously I just need to yeah I don't know chill but like then you see people that um you know, they, they, their only practice is yoga and they're so fit and they're so toned. And you're like, okay. And they're like, yeah, I don't do any cardio or yeah. I don't lift any weights. And it's just, I suppose if you're using your own body, you know, as you know, the weight, I yeah. suppose it's, it, it's beneficial. So yeah. Any other resolutions or anything? Well, what I actually do is I write out a mood board in the, usually in January, like I, I get like old school pen, paper, mm. I get colored mm. pens and I write out different sections. So I write out like maybe... Uh, like my work life what I want so I've obviously mm. shared some of them now and then I share like my personal life like me, like sometimes I put down like if I, if I wanted to actually meet a man I'd put down I want to meet a man and I'd put in like specifics do you want to meet a man? <laughs> I don't know I'm kind of at that funny phase where I'm like not sure so I'm kind of at that yeah. phase where I'm like actually kind of happy enough the way I am and I'm kind yeah. of I'm at that kind of if it happens it happens yeah. but like they say though when you want to manifest a relationship that you should actually write down specific points about what you want so obviously I want to end up in the countryside on a farm so someone who has land or else obviously you know these sounds like sense when I get my own land but uh, <laughs> someone who kind of has that or like has that kind of lifestyle in mind as well that is happy to live in the middle of nowhere I want to live near mountains so I can go hiking um, and the reason I want land is because I want to be able to have dogs and I want to have hens and ducks and I want to have um, a horse as well Oh, okay. So like I that's why I want someone who wants I need to have to be with someone who wants that too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, me. you have really thought about this. I have not <laughs> thought about any like I do, you know the way you have those like I suppose you know, those traits in your head that you're like, Yeah, that's what I want and then what you're not gonna settle for. But I was just laughing at one of my friends, she's on like a dating site, but it's one of these ones you pay for. And they kind of I think the agency like set you up with the person and you don't really have much say in it I think I think they like take what you like and you know I suppose like you know physical appearance and all that stuff into account and then they set you up on a blind date you know in Ireland and you don't know anything before you go and it's like this big like I suppose it's very structured in the fact that like you tell the agency then afterwards if you enjoy the date and then if so then they actually give out the numbers and it's it's very do you know it's done through oh, them really? yeah I know and she's so funny because she's been sent on a few dates and she's like fucking hell because she's quite creative and she, she's looking for someone who isn't a stiff and she's like I am just being sent like accountants do you know she's an artist she's Nothing like the, no 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 Nothing. yeah 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 no I mean you know not her type or whatever and she was like I just want a big hairy muscly guy that chops wood <laughs> and, and I just turned around and I was like you need to send you need to actually just send them a picture of Jason Momoa <laughs> oh he's single too yeah yeah and and we just burst ourselves off and I was like this is what you need to send into the yeah because it's just... like with the man- with the mood board or manifestation board yeah. you have to kind of be specific about those things otherwise yeah. you won't get them yeah that's very true yeah so it's kind of been interesting um, also, so I need to do a mood board you're saying for... pretty much yeah so okay. what I do with mine is I write it out I look at it I read it a few times and then I put it away 
So I don't like dwell on it. Mm-hmm. And then I kind of look back. So I actually must get dig it out now in the next week or so and have a look at what I put down for 2022 mm-hmm. and see what comes out of it. So see, what did I what did I do this year and what did I not do? Okay, maybe I'll do that for the crowd. It's just interesting because like, I'll, I'll, do you know what I'll do? I'll pull it out for next week's pod or one of the pods and I'll, I'll read. No, I'll pull it out for the New Year's pod or last episode 12 or final one of the series. Final one, series one, I should say. Mm. I'll pull that one out and I'll go through it and see what happened and what didn't happen. Okay, I'm excited for this. I should also, men- also mention, also mention, also mention, also mention. <laughs> what did I get up to last week? I got, I'm back on RT, my fi- well I thought it was my final RT last week but they called me to be on RT this week so I'm on via Skype so I'm doing that. I've got a wedding and by the time the pod goes out I'll be having a little bit of a hangover after the wedding and oh my god I never told you about my train journey getting here. Oh, right, yeah. Our late. May oh. I add, guys, she was late. Oh, it was Miss Punctual. <laughs> Miss Punctual was late. <laughs> an hour late. Okay, so, book of my train. And I thought, it was only like an extra 10, 15 euro to go first class. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to treat what myself. What do you get from going first class with Irish Rail? I can't imagine much. Well, you get to go to the first cart and you get comfier seats and that's probably about it. So I think I've sat there before without having the ticket. Oh, well, <laughs> do you know what? I, I have to say, I, I can't say I got my money's worth. So what is your book? I booked it from Limerick Colbert, which is Limerick City, to Dublin. And then my train was in at 25 past 11. So off I rocked down a little bit earlier, got a coffee. They were sitting there waiting. Next I looked and I was like, I don't see the 11.25 on the board. This is strange. So I saw a woman asked her and I was like, I'm sorry, I'm just wondering where the 11.25 Dublin goes. There is no 11.25. The next one to Dublin goes at 10 to 12. And I was like, okay, okay. And then I was like, oh, what? And then I realised I'd booked from Limerick Junction. Now, anyone that's travelled to Limerick City will know the place that is Limerick Junction. Um, or Limerick, Gawal Limney, as we call it, or Gaw Limney. And um, it's actually in Tipperary, but it's the meeting point for the trains for Dublin, Cork and Limerick. And it's called Limerick Junction. Oh my God, I've been there before. It is the coldest oh, place no. in Ireland. And it is so confusing because you kind of get out going, this isn't Limerick City. And an awful lot of people have accidentally gotten out and got left behind. So anyways, I realised I booked my train for first class from there. So anyways, I had to rebook a train to get on from Limerick City to Junction. Got to Junction and then I was like, I still go to first class because I paid for it. And then I got on and to explain to the girl how I missed my original one. So she said, yeah, yeah no, just take a seat that's not there. Or that's not a name on it. So the grand, so sat down. And, you know, I decided to not be selfish and I took a two-seater instead of a four-seater because the two-seater still has a table and a lamp. And then I sit down and next minute, your man over my shoulder behind me started playing, like, stuff on his phone. Like, had no headphones. Oh was, my God, that's really annoying. And was playing, like, what am I playing, like, something good? Like, I don't know. I feel like in the, the only time that you should be allowed to play anything out loud in a train is if it's Lyric FM because it's the only thing that maybe people might agree to listen to. Every time I'm on a train and there's people playing music out loud, it's usually absolutely shite. Did you say anything to him? Well, I kept turning <laughs> shoulder over and then he just wasn't even looking up. But he surely, I think at one stage, he must have twigged because he did turn it down. And I was going, oh my God, like this is so annoying. And then I had to do my makeup on the train and the lighting, because they actually kind of dim those windows a little bit. So this, it's not, I suppose it's probably because the sun. Oh, because you're first class. Nice. Yeah, I couldn't really see my face so I had a mirror and I was like I couldn't really see what I was doing so I was like just kind of going from memories like oh I just hope it has to hope this is okay so yeah it was kind of a noisy cart and um, a lot of people taking phone calls I assumed the first class had to be a quiet cart is that not a thing? I don't know anytime that I've been on the train I always have a really weird experience like first of all way overpriced I went from Dublin to Kerry and I swear to god the ticket's like 70 quid like you fly uh, uh, it's so funny my sister moved back from London and I was like it was cheaper to actually fly and see you in London than <laughs> to sorry, go Fiona, to Kerry how, how considerate of you Fiona could you please move back to London sorry you moved out yeah <laughs> but um I don't know I just find that there's always like hens or stags like I the amount of like hammered people on the train just 
just hilarious like it's it's funny i guess but yeah i i never expect a train ride especially on those ones to be peaceful well, it's I'm never so well no. i don't know i did get a lot of work done speaking of alcohol i thought you were allowed to drink on the train because no i don't think so no i don't you're actually yeah. not because anytime i've been on the train lately and people drinking they come down they're like you can't drink the train or mm. I'll, you, I'll confiscate those but mm. i always think that was a thing but because remember back when they when the tea trolley in the shop was there hasn't been brought back yet mm. you used to buy cans do you remember that I think so, yeah. Actually, yeah, that was long yeah. ago. So I wonder, is it that you can only drink the cans if you bought them on the train? I don't know. I don't sure the trolley doesn't come anymore. No, it's gone. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so annoying. But you know when you go on as well and like you have loads of work to do, you're like, great, I have a few hours now and I'm going to, you know, get whatever. And then someone sits down beside you and they start a chat and you're like, oh, Jesus. Like, you're lovely and everything. Hello, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to talk right now. Mercy, I'd entertain that. <laughs> you can entertain it. I'm like, no, I just like, sorry. <laughs> But um, yeah, yeah. Oh, the joys of the train journeys. We love you. We love public transport. <laughs> right. So we have mentioned that it's Christmas time, and I think if you follow me on Instagram, you'll see that I'm either tartan or sparkle. I'm, that's just me now. For that's been me. Tartan for or sparkle. I've never heard that combo. That's yeah. great. Look, there's my coat. Yeah. Uh, that's Which... that hound's tooth. No. Ah, stop, I'll call it tartan. It's, it's houndstooth. Yeah, but it looks like tartan because it has three colours. Um, that is not tartan, Megan, that's houndstooth. Yeah, but it looks like tartan, so I'm going to go with that. It's a completely different pattern. Well, you've now just ruined this whole section. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, back to what I wear. Um, but anyways, I, I've, I've loaded a sequin, I've pulled my sequin out for Christmas. I actually have a bag of sequin clothes that I put away every January, take back out then in November, and I just kind of rotate them. Like, if you know me long enough, you'll nearly know what I own. But, um... I just kind of like them for Christmas season. I think, you know, it's kind of time you can get away with wearing as much sequin as you want. Like, you literally have it in your whole outfit, your shoes, your bag, your eyeshadow. Like, it's just, I think it's kind of Christmas you can get away with it. But I thought it'd be kind of interesting to do a bit of a deep dive into the whole sequin thing. Because, obviously, they're um, non-biodegradable and, obviously, got plastics in them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as much as we love them and they're fab and they photograph very well, they actually can be quite damaging to the environment. So... We both actually did a bit of research on it and there's been some kind of startling findings but we, we want to just kind of guys tell you about some of this stuff but then we also want to like let you know that you know you could still have sequin just how to look after them. Yeah no it's not even I, I suppose it's just buying something like if you have something that's sequin it's yeah like think about the life cycle of and how long you're going to have it for like you I'm very similar like I have sequin things and I wouldn't rule out not buying them because of course you want to look nice but it's like keeping them for a long time or else you know handing them on to someone else or handing them down um like I have a few bits as well and we kind of rotate them like my me and my sisters um my sister Fiona actually has a gorgeous sequin dress from a few years ago um, I haven't told her that I'm wearing it this Christmas, but if you listen to this, Fiona, I'm wearing it. If I, that's if I even end up going out. You know, at Christmas you intend to go to like the bigger places where you're from, but like sometimes you end up having a few drinks during the day, and then yeah. you're like, I'm actually not going into town because I just can't face the possibility of not getting home. But um, she has this um sequin dress, and it's like white, black, and brown, and she must have got it I'd say about ten years ago, but it's gorgeous. So that's my dress sorted, and you know, so there's nothing wrong at all with like owning these pieces just knowing that if you were going to throw that out like try not to try sell it on try keep it try pass it down because they do not biodegrade like they would be in they'll be like they'll be in the atmosphere for ages like centuries yeah and i know that there was some study here from plymouth university that found seven hundred and thirty thousand microfibers per watt 
five times more than polyester cotton blend fabric and nearly 1.5 times as many as pure polyester, meaning it's adding vastly to the plastic pollution of the world's oceans. So you kind of never think about that because I think, you know, like that, you're thinking, oh, it's Christmas time, let's run in and grab a sequin top. Mm. But I actually did some more research about the top tips for washing and cleaning them. And then that way then you can keep them and like every year, maybe like what I do, put them away and take them back out. Or if you kind of feel like, okay, I've worn a sequin too much, share it with your friends or pass around like share clothes like that's always something mm-hmm. I think you should do but um, the hubbub.org have Tom top 10 tips on how to <laughs> wash and care for your sequin clothes or your glittery clothes or stuff with beads especially because stuff with mm. beads I know is delicate um, but obviously read the, the labelling first now I have to say the amount of times I buy something and mam goes it's hand wash and I'm like yeah but you're you're going to be hand washing it not me so it doesn't really make a difference sorry ma'am. but um Obviously, if it is hand wash, I think a lot of them should be hand washed. I anyways. don't think you can. I would never machine. I guess some people do, but I would never machine wash sequins. I yeah, I think I always just send them home. I don't know whatever, yeah. whatever ma'am does to them. Um, wash on cold and gentle. So what they say though, you should wash most clothes on cold anyways, because hot water is kind of can damage the actual shape of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I I never put on a wash too high. I kind of always have this fear of my clothes. I hate when clothes like shrink or lose their color because they've been washed too hot. I always do super quick. You know, some people put the wash yeah. on for an hour and a half and I'm like, oh my God, like the quick, the most I do is like 30 minutes. Yeah, mine has a 30 yeah. minute setting and it's perfect. Like the only thing I'd put on for longer is whites because they actually, this don't, mm-hmm. especially if it's tan or muck mm-hmm. from tag rugby or stains like that. Whites obviously because they're harder to get clean. Um, zip up and turn inside out when you're washing them. Avoid fabric softeners and bleaches. But I think you should do that like, I don't think you should use fabric softener bleach regardless of clothes because I think um, obviously you shouldn't even bleach in your clothes. Spot wash if you can. So like if something just has a small stain but isn't actually smelly. Treat stains first before you put it into a wash. Dry clean if possible. Air dry and don't iron. Now, I, I don't iron anyways. So <laughs> I actually don't tumble dry or iron. You don't iron? Never. Why do you have something that creased? It's really creased. I just wear it and hope that it falls out because I... I'm uh, always getting comments. But see, this is why people buy clothes that have polyester in them because they don't... They don't crease. Yes, you don't have to iron them. And I actually have met people before and I just hate this when I hear it. But they're like, oh, well, I buy clothes like that so I don't have to iron them. So people purposely buy clothes that are made with man-made fibres like polyesters and rayons so they don't have to iron them. Yeah, I just don't buy clothes that have to be ironed at all. As in, I usually just like... Or if it does, like, I hang it in the shower and let it steam. Yeah. And then just... Mam always says anyways, your body I don't think that works. I've tried to do that and I'm like, this is bullshit. And I hang it up <laughs> and I'm there waiting for it and I'm like, yeah, look at the creases are not coming out of this. I just kind of, yeah, no, sure that there's no times. One one of my friends in particular, she always makes a choice and she goes, iron that. And I'm like, what does it matter? Well, I, would, I would have to iron it. That no, I don't even know. Yeah. I actually, for a long time, I remember who was in the house one time and they were asking, like, have you got an iron? I was like, she's, I don't know. And they're like, I was like, sure, have a look. And then they're like, found an iron board. And I would have an iron board. And I was like, well, then there must be an iron. I was like, I genuinely don't know. So they found it under the drinks cabinet in the back corner. It works. But yeah, I don't iron. Like, I don't know. I just I just think I just don't need to iron. Um, but anyways, I think that's pretty much the main thing for clothes. It's just to look after them. And like, if you're wearing a sequin top, obviously if you go on night out, you're probably going to be sweating so you'll want to wash it. But like, like not all, like sometimes clothes just need to be aired. So put them yeah. maybe out in a, uh, like obviously not the frost clothes clothesline, but like give, give clothes a good airing, like gives them a good wash out, like clear out too. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think we think we wear something for, I don't know, we might throw something on quickly to go, we'll just say, I don't know, say you're in your pajamas and you decide I'm going to just pop out of the shop to get milk because I'll throw mm-hmm. on this outfit. You don't need to throw that in the wash. Like unless you ran at a high speed and were pumping sweat, you really don't, like I think we overwash clothes as it is. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they definitely do not need to be washed as much as yeah. they are. But um, I was actually just thinking as well, I know we touched maybe on it, about the whole Christmas jumper thing. Mm. And I was just looking at stats and they say two out of every five Christmas jumpers 
are only worn once over the festive period before being discarded. And yet they're still bought, you know, by everyone every year. So imagine there's like millions of these jumpers being bought, worn once and then dumped. So if you buy a Christmas jumper, buy it and keep it. And Think of jingling your bells. It. Think of jingling your bells. <laughs> Especially if you find a jingle my bells jumper. Yeah, let me know. Um, but yeah, so and 95% of uh, these jumpers as well are made wholly or partly from plastic materials. Um, so a lot of them have acrylic in it. Um, and this is, yeah, a fiber that's usually used in fast fashion. So yeah, just, I suppose, just to buy them and love them and keep them. Yeah, and go into cherry shops. You pick mm. up cool, really retro jumpers mm. and just add your own, like, bit of, like, yeah. tin- I don't know, I was going to say tinsel. I was like, oh, that's plastic. Take that back. Cut that out. Wouldn't it be fun, actually? I never thought, like, you know the way we're meeting our friends next week? Wouldn't have been crack for us to like make our own Christmas like Christmas jumper. You know the way like add lights or we should yeah. have done something like that. That would have been really fun. I think are we do do I not do I not, we not say something we do a Christmas jumper theme or do I just say that in my head or do I just say that to you? I hope we don't have to because I don't have one and I don't want to buy one. I'll just be wearing my bells again. <laughs> Reduce fuse recycle. Okay, let's go, Jenny. So, um, I was reared in a house with three brothers, one older and two younger. So I was a little little tomboy and uh, I was about seven or eight and uh, I had this favorite pair of denim shorts and a little white t-shirt with little daisies on it. You know what I mean? <laughs> My mom was trying to put some femininity into me because I was such a tomboy. And I was always out in the back garden playing rugby or American football or cricket or you name it, right? Like mucking around. And uh, anyway, I'd been observing my uh, brothers going to the toilet in a particular way and noticed, <laughs> noticed that it was slightly different to the way I would go to the toilet. So one day we were at the back garden and uh, we had a downstairs loo uh, just in the, in the hall and uh, I was like, right, I need to pee. And uh, I ran in and I was like, why can't I pee like them? I want to give it a shot. Why don't I have a thing there? <laughs> So I pulled down my little gorgeous little denim shorts and uh, tried to pee like a boy and inevitably it went absolutely everywhere, <laughs> all over the floor, all down my shorts, all down my legs. <laughs> and I was horrified. And my mum was in the kitchen, I went into the kitchen and she went, what have you done? <laughs> and I said, I was trying to pee like a boy. <laughs> And she just gave up from there on in. She just knew. She was like, there's no hope for this girl. And that was it. They were my favourite pair of denim shorts. I'll never forget it. Covered in pee from trying to pee like a little boy. <laughs> you didn't go. You didn't try it again, though. That was your... No, no, no. That was it. That was it done. I learned my lesson. Yeah. I realised I had to sit or hover. <laughs> I still enjoy an L hover to this day. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. I love that memory. I just think that is so, so funny. And I just think that it's so something you do. You know, the in- innocence of being a child and being like where's my thing (laughs) you know I have to say obviously because like I there was me and I had my sisters and um I actually did have like my best friend Mark growing up as a boy but I don't think I ever had that kind of kind of memory I don't think the only thing that I can think of of being in a position I suppose where you're kind of like having to we or what like I don't know comes to mind for me is remember we went to that festival that was on the island in in college, I wasn't allowed to go because I was in the Miss Galway no Galway Rose competition. I you weren't there, and it was Good Friday, and I was in Galway Rose on 
Easter Sunday, Easter mm. Monday. So mom was like, no, because she was like, I we get stuck in the island and then and then and then. So you I could have to, you could have got stuck in the island. It was feral. I had to give back my <laughs> wristband. It was it was invite only, and I had to give back my wristband. So it was really cool. We, we're like like when we were in in college, um, a group of people organized this festival that we had like on an island off Galway. So we got a boat out to it, and we just had like a rave basically in the woods, and it was absolutely amazing. Um. But like that, you got there. And of course, there's nothing on this island. <laughs> so we were no all, facilities. no facilities at all. So like, we were all dressed up. And, you know, I remember at the time, do you remember everyone had those like patterned leggings and they were all like mad colours? Yeah, it was real like festival. It was real. Yeah, yeah. We were all like painted our faces. It was, yeah, real like, you know, I don't know how to explain it, but it was so much fun. But I just remember we were there and like we were all drinking, obviously, and we we're like, oh, we all need to, you know, go be. So, yeah, that was, you know, for the lads, it's grand, obviously. Yeah. They don't even have to think about it. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And the girls were just there like, come here, can you hold me up? <laughs> can you hold us um, So, yeah, I remember those leggings because, my God, trying to find somewhere you know, Whoa. away from everybody else, especially when there's a group of, how many of us went? There must have been about 60? Yeah, 70 of us, I'd say, that got a boat over and had a mad party, so that was great. Well, we know about my my experience at Wilderese, um, but if a few drinks with me, I think I kind of quickly forget, and if I was on that island and I was... Yeah, you think you're invincible when you have a few drinks and you're like, I can do grand! I can be like a boy. I can be like a boy. (laughs) (laughs) My story is actually, well, go on. Oh my God, I just thought there, be like a boy. Did you ever see that thing, the shiwi? Yeah. It's like, have you, do you have one of those? No, I never, because you just, we, I kind of grew up at a farm, we just got on with it. Yeah, but that's it, like, obviously you just squat or whatever, but, like, it's this thing that a, a girl can use, so literally, like, it's like a fake penis, obviously, is it? Yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like um, one of those things that you, a funnel, it's oh, like a funnel. Yeah, yeah, a girl, but, like, well, who's going to bring a shiwi with them? Oh, I know. I'm just going to pull my shiwi out, and then what are you going to do, share your shiwi around? <laughs> like, <laughs> who's <the next? laughs> I'll use the next please, okay? Just give it a little shake there. Like, ew, gross. Um, my one, oh God, mine's a bit them. So, worked in MTV in London in 2013-14. And I remember I bought my first bodysuit back then. It was from a fast fashion brand. I still have it. I still wear it. You probably know it. It's the low-cut one. And it's long black sleeves. A lot and of your stuff is low-cut. Yeah, but no boobs, so it doesn't make a difference. But I, it was long black sleeves. Kind of like this, but like, we'll say low down. And yeah. I remember it was... I, Bodysuits weren't really a thing, but I loved it and I thought it was great. So I remember then I was on night out. It was actually my leaving party, I think, over in London. And every time I went to the toilet, I was like, oh my God, it's so annoying. Pulled down my pants, pulled down the bodysuit because it, like, it was just one of those ones you'd pull down. And I remember then thinking it was cold as well. And then at one stage in after, like that after a few drinks, I was like, do you know what? I'm just going to pull it to the side. So I pulled down my pants and I was like, oh, I'm going to pull it to the side. I'm not even going to lie because I've done that too. So I don't know why I'm I don't know what I was trying to do, but my aim was clearly not, it was like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like a trickle of water, it was like a gushing waterfall, and I just basically <laughs> pissed all over myself, and I was going, oh, this didn't work out, so it was a disaster, and then I remember thinking, right, after that thing, I was like, right, I just kind of can't do that again, so I just fast forward a couple of weeks, I'm living at home, must have put the bodysuit in the wash, obviously washed before I came home, this is another time, but my mom sometimes hangs things up on the curtain rail because we're the radiators so the mm-hmm. heat rises and dries them kind of naturally so anyways there I was and there was a bodysuit hanging up and next time I was sitting there at the table and looked up and I was like oh my god I didn't realise it had fasteners the whole time it had buttons 
Oh, <laughs> I didn't need oh to do that. So you never, you never caught that they were there. No. But usually with any bodysuit, there's always fasteners. This is when bodysuits first came out, okay? okay I didn't okay. know. They weren't... They I'm were... sure a bodysuit was out before 2015. Well, no, 2013. The only kind of really took off again then. Yeah, they're out in the 80s and 90s when I was a baby. Yeah. But like, yeah, so I was going... We were sitting there going, I can't tell my mother the story. Even though hi, Polly, no, you God, I never thought of it like that. Like a bodysuit is like, you know, like a baby suit kind of. It's like oh, yeah. what babies wear. Yeah, never, because never thought of that. the reason babies wear them is because they're handy then, and the fasteners yeah. wear is because they're handy for um, changing yeah. nappies and stuff. Yeah, punamis. That's Fiona Gotham. Oh, stop. <laughs> no. Although, can we just say, we have to welcome our newest listeners. We have two new listeners. Babies. You're looking oh. at me like you don't know. I'm like, we I do. I was like, what? We don't even know who listens. I was like, what are you talking about? Well, uh, the better. The mother's better listen. So, we're oh, listening. Yeah, yeah. We... So, shout out to Nora and Rena. The two, we are a friend group. Um, yeah, just Louise and Joanne have had two beautiful little girls. So, yeah, it's amazing. The girl it's amazing. gang is growing. Yeah, the girl gang is growing, and they're sending us pictures and videos, and it's just adorable. They're they're, they're so cute. They're like so little buttons or something. They're just like such little yeah, dolls. They're tiny, like literally like little dolls. They like two little. Do I see when you were growing up and you had um baby? Did you ever baby born? Yeah. No. No. I was remember I told you I was that weird child. I didn't wasn't into the into things that other kids were into. Do you remember? Do you remember I didn't watch any of the cartoons? I think mom was like, I don't know, and I just had a short attention span that I wouldn't sit down. So like I used to watch like I think Cool Runnings was like what I used to watch. <laughs> like just random. And you're like, I haven't seen The Lion King or yeah, I was just yeah. But did you ever play with babies' dolls or dolls? I did. Or? I did have a doll. Yeah, but I used to end up. Obviously, I've ended up being a designer. But like, I, I used to just cut their hair off, and I like take <laughs> cut their clothes off, and I get in toilet roll and wrapping them and making dresses. And my mom would be like, "Why can't you just leave the doll alone?" Oh my god! So I had. <laughs> like, I had. I'd like all the. I so my birthday in Spiddle. I remember it must be my eighth birthday. And my dad turned up and came to my party because obviously my parents separated. And dad lived up in Kildare. So dad arrives to my party and brings me not one, not two, not three, not four, but five of the boys' own Barbie doll figurines. Boys' own Barbie dolls? They're like boys' own dolls, yeah. Stop. And like everyone wants them, but they were like so expensive. So my dad turned up with all five for me. So I was like, everyone was so jealous and envious of me because I had five boys. And then I obsessed with Barbies. So obviously my Barbies and my boys' own were always in relationships with each other and mixing and matching. So when I want, then we moved to Ardrahan and I don't know how or why, but I used to, I think I used to wash their clothes and everything. So I, one time, I don't know where, what I was doing with them, but they were all inside thrown on the couch and all their clothes were off them. They're all naked. And I must just throw on a pillow or something over, or a cushion over. I forgot about them. Like I wasn't actually even playing with them. I think I was gone out at this stage, but for some reason, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> Mom, my dad came over to the house and came over. So this day he lived in Galway, and I think he went to sit down. He pulled up the cushion and he saw the naked top. So we called Mam in the panic and was like, "Do you think there's something wrong with Megan?" <laughs> I thought the dolls like naked and he thought it was like some kind of a weird my daughter was a pervert <laughs> and my dad was like what's going on and man was like he's like oh my god do we need to have the dog with her and man was like no he's she like she's washing the clothes well he definitely would have thought there was something wrong with me then <laughs> my mom was like, I wouldn't be cutting the clothes off them man <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she thought there was something wrong with me. <laughs> oh my god! 
Oh, jeez, yeah. So oh, my God. Okay. Still to take clothes off the dolls. Oh. Not, not, look, we turned out okay. Your child is not a psychopath. <laughs> we turned out wrong. <laughs> God, they'd be worth some money now to buy some dolls if I could find them. Oh, my God. Oh, this totally went off fashion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. My well, eyes. I guess, yeah, I don't know. I think that was like an early indication that I was supposed to do design as well because I, I remember I would just have, like, I would, anything that my dog came in was immediately off. I would have just cut it into pieces. <laughs> and I'd be designing stuff, like, just out of old sheets and stuff I had myself, so. Well, I don't know what happened. If, if their child does that, maybe, you know, they're into design. And if they leave the wrong place naked, it's totally normal. They're not perfect. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say from people aren't we from your listeners <laughs> next week on next week's podcast um yeah we're going to do a special where yeah. we actually just dedicate it to you guys so we would love for you to send us your memories like voice notes would be absolutely brilliant we're really enjoying them so if you could send them in for us and we will have Sharon's whole... number is always <laughs> <laughs> we... <laughs> we will have a whole episode dedicated to you and it'll be really fun so make sure you um tune in for it when it's out but this week send us uh your memories to me at sharon sweeney design or megan at megan scully or of course our page the breakup dress yes do get them into us i said it's gonna be a christmas day special it'll be coming out so it'll just be all a bit of crack and there'll be no mention of Naked boys on tellies. <laughs> or dolls. <laughs> or Will Dewey's. <laughs> yeah, that's enough urinating now for one series. Right, so on that note, we do hope you have a fabulous weekend of the run into Christmas. I said we're off to kill Kenny, so I'm sure oh, we'll have, have a few stories we'll from that. We'll have a few stories from that. Can't wait. It's going to be wild. It's going to be wild. And we look forward to catching up with you soon. And just want to say, Nolag Khonariv Glare. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>